less than half of 1% of the imports are inspected. And that, my friend, should make you think before you bite. Hi, I'm Maria, otherwise known as the Fit Foodie. I'm a chef, holistic nutritionist, author, inventor, and mom. And I want to welcome you to my podcast. It's called Recipes for Your Best Life. And with every episode, I'm peeling back the onion on fitness, nutrition, health, wellness, and family. The truth is, you're the chef of your life. And for every important pillar, there's a great recipe worth sharing. So every week, we'll explore them together. Think of it as food for thought that you can really sink your teeth into. So join me, and let's squeeze the joy out of this life, because you only get one. Can I get a fork, yeah? Alexandria, Egypt. It lies on the heart of the Mediterranean coastline, and I think of it as a jewel. It harbors a seemingly endless variety of seafood, and I grew up on all of that. Red mullet, sardines, white anchovies, giant prawns, sea bass, and baby octopus, just to name a few. And that abundance of freshness is what fed us almost daily. That day, we just go to our local fishmonger, and depending on what he had caught, and the operative word there is caught, is what we would base our family meals on. Now, there's no denying that the amazing heart-healthy benefits to seafood, especially that that's rich in omega-3s, are so good for you. And you can find omega-3s in mostly fatty fish like salmon and mackerel and sardines and anchovies. And there have been tons of studies showing the variety of, of health benefits ranging from reducing the risk of heart disease to treating pain and inflammation. And the crazy thing is we don't actually produce these omega-3s on our own. So getting them from food sources is really critical. So recently I had an experience that was actually really quite scary. I've been eating seafood my whole life. And so when I went to a restaurant in LA and had just one shrimp, just one from somebody that was in our, our party, I didn't really think about it at all. But the next morning, what happened shocked me. My face had blown up to three sizes, three times the size. I was so swollen and I had hives all over my body. Now, I still have yet to see an allergist, so I don't exactly know what would have caused it. But when I spoke to my doctor, the first thing they asked me was, did you have any shellfish? Could it have been that one shrimp, I thought? Gosh, I've been eating shrimp my whole life. How could that be? Well, the truth is seafood is not the same animal when it's farm-raised. When it's farm-raised versus when it's wild-caught, we are talking something completely different. Wild fish is wild. It swims in the sea. 
and it's usually line caught or it could be caught with a net, but it's not being raised in a confined area. While farm-raised seafood is housed within small pens that are set up in the ocean or in small ponds, kind of like the difference between free-range chicken or beef and farm-raised. It's the same philosophy. So let's dive into this a little bit deeper because there's definitely something fishy going on. Have you ever seen the sign color added to salmon? It's because the color of farm-raised salmon is so much paler than the wild-caught. Bright, that bright orange to ruby hue that wild-caught salmon is? Even my son, when he was little, he was like three years old and said to me, Mommy, why is that color salmon so different than the other one? It's because they're not eating what they're supposed to. Also, have you ever witnessed that really high gloss sheen on the surface of your seafood? One day I was washing some shrimp and turned around to find them literally swimming in a bubble bath. I had come to find out that they were treated with an, uh, an additive called STPP or sodium tripolyphosphate. And it helps to keep those little delicate morsels from drying out as they journey from all over the world, coming from Vietnam and India and Thailand. Lo and behold, STPP is a suspected neurotoxin, and it can have really dramatic effects on the nervous system. Not to mention, it tastes horrible if you don't wash it off thoroughly. But under current regulations, certain approved food additives don't even require disclosure. And when they're traveling from around the world, the FDA usually isn't even inspecting that. Less than half of 1% of the imports are inspected. And that, my friend, should make you think before you bite. So let's, let's talk about the details of farm-raised, okay? Farm-raised seafood simply is confined. So it's confined to a specific area. And those fish are often kept in overcrowded conditions, and that increases their risk for infection and disease, for which they're often given antibiotics. They're fed what I found to be really funky food pellets. Instead of being allowed to find their own natural food sources like wild-caught or line-caught seafood, they're fed these dried food pellets that are made up of fish oil and fish meal. I mean, does that make them cannibals? Kind of, but not the good kind. And for example, salmon farmers give them a food pellet that also has a color additive, and it's made from a synthetic pigment. That pigment, it's called canthazanthin, canthazanthin. And it's been banned in Great Britain and other countries because those pellets often contain cancer-causing agents, dioxins, and even flame retardants. So what ends up happening is that seafood ends up with inflammatory omegas or 
often known as omega-6s, not the good kind of omega-3s that you find in the wild caught. So my friends, they're literally a different animal when they're made up of different food, just like the food that feeds us becomes us. It's the same thing with what we're eating. So instead of the good omega-3s and the anti-inflammatory benefits, you're getting a higher percentage of omega-6s and inflammatory agents, not to mention those toxic additives. So the bottom line is, while it may take some more effort to seek out the wild catch of the day, the health benefits, the flavor benefits, and sustainability, I mean, think about all of that. It makes such a difference. I would say toe the line both with your grocers and your restaurants, and ask them to carry more lion-caught or wild-caught seafood. Don't be afraid to let them know. Sometimes they don't even know the difference. Now that you have some insights, you can educate them. And it feels really good to do the right thing. So I always say go wild. The bottom line is the quality of the food that you eat ends up contributing to your health. And in my case, where I had this horrendous allergic reaction to what I truly believe was the shrimp and the additives that were on it, because I've never had issues before, and we are seeing now more than ever, about 90% of our imported shrimp is from across the world. There just aren't enough stringent health regulations and inspection regulations that are being implemented you have to make the choice. So I have a fun little recipe that I want to share with you. And you can also find it on my website at eatcleaner.com. But it's for what I call MedMex fish tacos. And I, I'm a taco freak. I mean, I live in Southern California. So fusing tacos, you know, being in, in a very Mexican cuisine, uh, heavy, geography and my Mediterranean roots, I love to fuse the two and I call that MedMax. So I love to use um, a firm flesh fish. You can use halibut, you can use sea bass and layering those that grilled fish into a, a whole grain or a sprouted taco or you can even use um, jicama tacos. Those are becoming really popular and you can find them in the fresh section of your local, uh, usually natural food store. But layering that grilled fish in, I just use a little sea salt or kosher salt to season it with some cumin. And then I make that, that unbelievable salsa with mango. Oh my gosh, it's so good, you guys. Mango, maybe a little bit of pineapple if you're feeling extra exotic, but the mango is really important. Um, tomato. And then I make this fantastic salsa. The salsa really does it. And it has mango, it has uh, red onion, tomato, jalapeno, cilantro, fresh lime, kosher salt. And then instead of using regular, you know, the beans that you would find mostly in tacos, like black beans, for example, I use cannellini beans, which are very Mediterranean. And I season those with cumin and garnish with a little extra virgin olive oil, maybe some extra lime wedges, that grilled 
fish layered with the salsa and the beans. Oh my gosh, my mouth is watering just talking about it. So make sure you follow the link in the show notes and grab that recipe. But do me a favor, protect your health, protect your family, and go wild. It really is worth the extra looking for and paying for because you get what you pay for. And when it comes to food and when it comes to our nourishment, it really is important to make that investment in your health. I hope this was insightful. And if you'd like to learn a little bit more about seafood and the health of seafood, you can also check out the Monterey Bay Aquarium. Their website has a lot of great guides on the safest seafood to eat. And they have the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch program. So you can get up-to-the-minute insights on their website at MontereyBayAquarium.org. Keep it safe. Keep it delicious. And hey, hook, line, and sinker, go wild. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I know you have a lot of choices out there of what to listen to, what to watch. So it means a lot to me that you're here with me. And hey, if you love this content, would you hit the subscribe button? I want you around. I don't want you to just show up for one episode and leave. I want you here, part of the conversation, a seat at this table. And while you're at it, would you share this with your friends and family? And if you take a screenshot and share it on your social media with a hashtag, R-F-Y-B-L for Recipes for Your Best Life. I'll make sure to personally give you a shout out and you may just be featured right here on the show. So until next time, here's to living deliciously and being the chef of your best life.